This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, this is it, right? You know, uh, practice time's over. Remember Alan Iverson? We're talking about practice. No, no, practice over. It's game time now. It's Monday. The election's tomorrow. Game time's over. I'm going to make you my, my final pitch here on how we can save our country because it's not going to save itself. I've got that. I've got Biden again confused on stage. I'm going to show you who the Democrats really are. I'm an explosive set of videos from this weekend about who these people really are and what they're up to. We got a choice to make tomorrow. The right one's the only one. Pun intended. Protect your online privacy today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. What an important day. I couldn't be more excited, folks. Again, the country's not going to save itself. It's our job now. Let's get right to it. Does it make sense? A company who controls half of online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home. What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? Big tech profits by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and these tech juggernauts. That's why I use ExpressVPN. Sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send gets tracked and data mined. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, making your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers on your network. And it doesn't slow your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN by Mashable and TechRadar. Download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you're protected. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe. Let's go, Daniel. Happy Monday. We're getting to it. Happy Monday is right. This is a big Monday. Listen, I am uh, pretty stoked right now. I'm feeling really good about tomorrow. Here's the skis. Here's not me getting ahead of them because now we got to show up and do it. I have been, I don't want to use the word harassing, but I'll use the word harassing. Every single person I meet in the street, I don't get out much, but when I do, people come up to me and say, hello, if you're one of them, you know what I'm telling you is true. Did you vote? Did you vote? No. When are you going to vote? You bringing people with you? And they look at me like I'm crazy. I was in the local gym this weekend, right? Working out, I'm getting ready to leave, do the whole body workout. I'm kind of tired. There's a lady on the treadmill with her husband. She's taking a picture of me. I said, no, no, no. You don't get to take a picture of me. You're probably like, wow, Dan, that's rude. But let me finish the story. I said, one, you got to be in the picture. It's weird being in a picture by myself. But I said, I got to talk to you. This actually happened, unlike liberals who tell BS stories. I said, come on over. I said to the husband, I said, uh, Mr. Husband, because she said, this is my husband, but didn't tell me. I said, can you take this picture of us? I said, you guys vote? Yeah. Now nah, we're voting on Tuesday. I said, not good enough. Not good enough. You got to bring 10 people. They said each. I said, well, I don't know about each, but 10 people per family. If you can bring 10, uh, 10 per husband and spouse to 20, that would be great too. Folks, there are real things at stake here. It's serious time now. You know, let's talk about some of the bigger issues. 
real issues, not the BS of people say, oh, the issues and they ignore it. Your economic freedom is at stake. We've reached an inflection point in American politics where the left is now absolutely convinced and they're willing to use big tech and big business, ironically, to do it, that your money is theirs. They've always had this communist socialism streak in it, but they've never been so open about it. I have never seen such a radical shift in the Democrat Party in my lifetime. And, and a radical shift that's been accepted by about 40% of the masses. When Jimmy Carter tried this radical shift, he lost in a landslide. When Joe Biden took this radical shift to the left, Joe Biden wound up getting the support of radical leftist Democrats who were trying to move this guy along in the election. This is where the Democrats are right now. Even a guy who portrayed himself ridiculously so as a moderate his entire life, Joe Biden, has now fully embraced the chaos of the radical left. It is not their freaking money. It's your money. And if you vote the wrong way tomorrow, it's not going to be your money anymore. It's going to be theirs first. You cannot have economic liberty and freedom when you are not free or don't have the liberty to spend your money as you see fit. They think it's theirs. They think it's theirs. On the healthcare front, the rationing has already begun. I, I have warned you about this since Joe and I started doing the damn podcast in my basement in Severna Park almost 10 years ago soon. I have warned you that the Democrats have always wanted to control health care. Because when you control the ability to open up someone's chest and save their life, you control everything. You control their access to cancer treatments and chemotherapy and insulin to stay alive. You control everything. Short and curlies. Everything. It's the light switch to life. On. This is what they want. The Inflation Reduction Act was the opening salvo. I should say the, um, I, I should say, this is the middle reliever in the, in the long-term game by the left to control your health care. What was the opening starting pitcher? Obamacare. The Inflation Reduction Act built in a bunch of rationing mechanisms for drugs. Just look at the pharmaceutical company's public statements. They're publicly traded. They have to tell investors about damage to their company. They're already telling their investors they're not going to be able to produce a bunch of life-saving drugs. Are we missing this? This is a di the direct one-to-one -one result. Biden did this Inflation Reduction Act. Life-saving medications are gone. Not all of them. They, list, they, 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 uh, they kept it to about 10 drugs on the Inflation Reduction Act. Why? Because they're test running what it's going to look like to ration all of them. Remember Obama. Remember him? Joe, remember take the pill? Oh, oh you got yeah. grandma. She's sick and she's 90 years old. Just take the pill. Right. Let her die. This is on the ballot. This is happening. On the economic front that I first mentioned, economic liberty. Sorry, I didn't give you a specific example. They are proposing more additional tax hikes in addition to stock buyback penalties, which are going to destroy pension funds, and a massive hike in the corporate income tax, which they already pushed through, which is going to filter down to you. Corporations don't pay taxes. They collect them. Collect them from who? You. Education, ladies and gentlemen, is on the ballot tomorrow. It is on the ballot tomorrow. This is real. I just gave you meat on the bone things that are on the ballot tomorrow if you needed any more motivation to vote. The left, under no uncertain terms, has made clear their allegiance to two things. CRT in schools and additional lockdowns if they need them. 
They have done this. They have already moved this. I'll, I'll take that back. Three things. CRT in schools, sexual indoctrination, and lockdowns again in the future if they need them. They have said it. They're on the record. They are on the record. They love this uh, critical racism training where they train kids to hate each other based on skin color. They love the idea of 30 and 40 and 50-year-old men dressed in fake boob costumes floating around their, their things in, in, in classrooms with a bunch of kids. They love this. The idea of lockdowns is still on the table with them. They still won't admit. Large masses of them won't admit this was a catastrophic mistake. This is on the ballot. School choice, giving kids in struggling, not just minority kids, every kid in a struggling school a shot is on the ballot tomorrow. It is on the ballot. You have a choice tomorrow. It is a choice. The country's not going to save itself. You were given the power and a consent to the governed constitutional republic to change this place. You were given the power, not them. You give them power. They give you nothing. This is on the ballot tomorrow. Crime is on the ballot. Do not let them run from this defund the police bull. Do not. That was them. That wasn't us. We are all for police accountability and stopping unnecessary use of force situations. Because I believe in liberty and freedom for everyone, including the bad guys. That's what principle looks like. But defunding the people who put on the uniform and risk their asses every day to keep all of us walking down relatively safe streets and you want to defund them, you can plant a big wet one on my rump. That's on the ballot. Oh, Dan, they've walked away from that. Hmm. You wait, wait, just wait until the next use of force incident, police, the civilian, and if it's white on black, forget it. These things do happen. I wish they didn't, but they do. Just wait. The left will use it again to stereotype every cop out there. The good ones, the okay ones, and the terrible ones. They will just put them all in the same bucket and they will push to defund the police. Again, they've been doing it for decades. They hate the cops. The reason your streets aren't safe right now, then you have a chance tomorrow to vote for this. The reason yours, not mine, we have a great sheriff down here. He doesn't play around. He enforces the law without regard to color, race, creed, or anything else. The reason your streets aren't safe is because they decided to attack the police and the police responded via the Ferguson effect by pulling back. That's a fact. That is a fact. I'm going to get to this a little later, showing you the stats, the statistics in our, in our biggest city, New York. Ex an exemplar of what's happening around the country. One more thing. The border's on the ballot tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, a country is just a landmass if you do not have enforceable, enforceable borders. All it is is a chunk of rock. That's it. A nation state. A nation state only means something if it has definable, enforceable borders. If anybody can lay claim to the taxpayer base in any landmass and say they're a citizen when they're not, or walk in and claim benefits when they don't without a legal process, you don't have a country. You have a rock. You have a piece of land. The numbers are irrefutable. Trump was building the wall. He enforced remain in Mexico. He had about 100, 130,000 people 
entering the country or trying to illegally encounters. We have about 200, 250,000 now under Joe Biden. That's on the ballot. You know, Aeneas once said that, you know, an enemy isn't conquered until they consider themselves so. I know we had a rough couple of years. I get it. I'd argue we've had a rough five years. They destroyed or tried to the Trump presidency. It's amazing he got anything done on the border, on taxes, on unemployment. It's incredible given everything he went through. No other person would have been able to withstand that onslaught. But you're not conquered until you consider yourself so. You consider yourself conquered? I don't. You got a chance tomorrow to change this. All right, so let's get to the show here. Here's what's coming. Using their words again, if we lose tomorrow and you don't get out and vote, there are a number of seats, House seats out there, that I'm going to make a prediction. Joe, can you flag this one, please, for me, buddy? It's, we yeah. haven't done a flag on Monday, November 7th, 8.09. Flag it! You do that. Thank you. Got it. Well, to predict that me and Guy have a $100 bet. It's actually a one-way $100 bet. I have to give him money, but he doesn't have to give me if I lose. Did you write that get bet down, Guy, with Carrie Lake? So we'll know in, in it, uh, by probably tomorrow night, maybe Wednesday, some Pennsylvania races, because Pennsylvania still hasn't figured out how to, uh, the government there, not the people, haven't figured out how to count votes. We may not know to Wednesday or Thursday. But I'm going to make a prediction that some of these super close House seats are going to be decided by 1,000 votes or less. I, I, that's not a bold prediction, but others would say probably the same thing. But your vote's going to matter. Some of them could be decided by 500 votes or less. Meaning, yes, your vote is going to matter. you got to get out there tomorrow. Let's get to this first. Here's what we're stuck with now. Kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Biden up on stage. Again, confused to get this. I'm sorry. We're in real trouble. It's not funny. Uh, it's not. Folks, it's getting dangerous. We have a guy in the White House who clearly has no ability um, to process information. His cognitive functioning is so clearly compromised. I've shown you now, what, guys, five, ten videos of Joe Biden. Whenever he finishes a speech or is giving a speech, he's lost on stage, falling on stage, looking at weird people who aren't there, appears to be shaking hands with phantoms. Here he is again, confused on stage again. Check this out. Drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, hope stepping on them. It's black. Anyway. Wow, man. Bad trip. Ooh. Yeah, Joe, you may want to may want to watch that there. You may be on the ground. I don't want the guy to fall. I'm just saying. I, I you know, I know because I again kind of did this for a living. Um, they purposefully make the stage flat so you don't fall all over yourself. So who the hell knows what he's tripping over? But here's political playbook. Where do we go every morning when we want to know what the leftist lunatics are thinking? We go to playbook, political playbook. This is it. Do you see? You like this one? This is hilarious. So we know the lefties have already redefined recession. A recession was known throughout American history as two quarters of negative GDP, uh, the GDP shrinking. Well, when Biden put us in a recession with two quarters of negative GDP, what happened? They redefined the word recession. Remember when they redefined vaccine too? Now they're redefining a wave election. Here we go again. Playbook. Right out ahead of it, redefining a wave. Here we go. There's no agreed upon definition of what constitutes a wave. But given these historical trends, here's their rough guide. We don't even need to. This is just so silly. This is, they, 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 you see how it works? Now, what is this? What are, what are they doing here? You, you guys, 
you can see what they're doing. They're, this is the wink. <laughs> yeah. This is the wink and the nod to the fact checkers. So when we declare or don't declare a wave election, it's largely a subjective term. I mean, in one way, they're not wrong. I mean, what technically is a wave? See, that's what pisses me off so much about the recession term. It had an actual technical definition. Two quarters of shrinking GDP. Nobody disputed that. A wave, granted, subjective. What does it mean? Does it mean 15 seats? Does it mean the total number of seats? I get it. But this, what they're doing here is a wink and a nod to the fact-checking community out there, the leftist opinion makers called fact-checkers, right? Hilariously so. So when you put out a video out there, if, say, the Republicans get up to something in the neighborhood of, like, 250 seats or something, 260, which would be an amazing night, right? And you call it a wave, they're going to say, missing context, missing context. I'm, listen to me. Listen, I've been doing this a long time. I'm telling you, this is what this is the wink and the nod. Yeah. This is how the censorship community does its thing. There are, and you can always go to playbook to see what the left is doing and winking and nodding every morning. I hate to give them the clicks, but gosh, they're good on giving up the cookies in the cookie jar every single time. So here's what's coming, as I said before, in their own words. So here's Biden this weekend, who occasionally, ironically, tells the truth. Now, how do we know it's, it's a simple question. I don't mean to be, you know, ridiculous or silly about it or, you know, trying to minimize this topic. But how do you know someone's telling uh, the truth about something? If they tell you that, hey, I'm a candidate that supports fracking, then, Joe, how would you know they were telling the truth? Well, you could always well, check on they'd it. they get elected. Yeah. yeah, you'd go and check on it when they got elected. And they would do things like promote nat the natural gas industry via hydrofracking. They would, they, they, that's what would happen. It's not hard. So Joe Biden does everything to stop oil and gas development. How do we know that? Because we have facts on our side. Slowing down development of oil and gas assets in Alaska, all over Alaska, by the way. It's not just one spot. Stopping uh, Gulf oil leases, canceling Keystone. Kissing the ass of the Saudis while not allowing new refineries to be built here. I mean, we have the facts on our side that Joe Biden hates the energy industry. But because your gas prices are through the roof and sticker shock is kicking in again, I'll get to that in a second. Joe Biden feels the need to lie and tell you he's pro-oil and gas development, even though he's not. So in a moment of weird candor, I don't know, maybe he had a shot at tequila or whatever. Here he is telling the truth. That, yes, he's all about no more drilling. And he says this hilariously right before an election where oil and gas in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas, and other states is unquestionably on the ballot. We lose. No more drilling. Here's Biden himself telling you. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new, new drilling. Yep, he's not for any more drilling. He's already, I mean, he just said, just listen to his own words. The guy believes in supply constriction in the oil and gas markets, which is going to lead to exploding gas prices. What, what else do you need to hear? Are you unfamiliar, lefties, with how supply and demand works? When you constrict the supply of anything, oil and gas, bagels, Corvettes, the price goes up because the number of people who want that item are now bidding on fewer items. Is this hard? So you got a gallon of gas that would have been produced. It isn't. That leaves fewer gallons of gas to buy, which means all the people driving, bidding, buying. When you buy something, you're essentially making a bid. You're putting the, 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 uh, your credit card in and agreeing to purchase it at the price it says. When you decrease the supply, you're bidding on a dwindling supply of gas. He's telling you he's going to dwindle the supply. What else do you need to hear? The White House came out and said, 
Uh, yeah, basically, this is not what he meant. It's his own words. By the way, the fact checkers, mark my words again, will be all over this missing context. The context is the White House said otherwise. Oh, okay. So Joe Biden's own words don't matter. It's the reinterpretation of his words by his press flags. That's the context we need. I'll take a hard pass on that. Let me take a quick break. And I'm going to get back to you with another Biden slip this weekend where he accidentally tells the truth about how you're getting the double-barreled family-friendly middle finger after the election if he continues with his anti-oil and gas policies. Just play their own words, folks. American Financing. Americanfinancing.net is the website. When I talk about how fast and efficient American financing is, I mean it. I've spoken to them. These are good people. In fact, don't just listen to me. Listen to what Brad had to say about his recent experience with American financing. In less than three weeks, he got a check to pay off his credit card debt and saved almost $700 a month. No hassle and great customer service. When they say they're going to do something, they do it. And that's why I recommend American financing. So do I. So if you're looking to pay off debt faster and save a few hundred dollars a month, now's the time to call American financing. They're America's home for home loans. There are no upfront or hidden fees to pay. There's no pressure or obligation. So why wouldn't you want to learn more? It takes only 10 minutes to start when you call. The number is 888-994-7660. Write that down. It's 888-994-7660. Or you can go online to AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, here's Biden again talking about how they're going to be shutting down coal plants. This is right before an election. It shows you a couple of things again. One, the man is hell-bent on increasing your gas and home heating bill. Hell-bent. He's willing to say this right before an election. And number two, he's a moron. He's doing this when Pennsylvania and Ohio, just two of many states that rely on good, good quality jobs to produce oil and gas, and West Virginia, by the way, as well, which is a Republican state, but has a hack senator in Joe Manchin, a fake uh, moderate Democrat who's really a liberal. He's doing this now to tell you your coal job and the coal business that powers America and provides baseload power. Yeah, that's gone, too. Again, his words, not mine. Listen up. I was in Massachusetts about a month ago on the site of the largest old coal plant in America. Guess what? It costs them too much money. They can't count. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it, even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmissions line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. Hmm. Maybe this next headline makes sense then. Energy sticker shock grabs the spotlight before the midterms. Wall Street Journal. 
Gas prices are moving higher and diesel supplies are dwindling with the election year. Gee, I wonder why. What a, he said it right, Joe. What a coincidence, man. So strange. Weird. You got Joe Biden. We're going to be shutting those plants down. We're not going to be doing any more drilling. I thought he issued all these new permits. I thought they need to. That's, that's fake, too. This whole permitting thing. You're telling me these oil companies you're considering greedy, you issued all these permits and they just don't want to use them because they don't want to make any money. Maybe the permits aren't economically productive and you should issue other permits that are. Oh, no, they don't want to do that. Folks, this is what's ahead. It's their words, not mine. What other convincing do you need? If you want to pay higher oil and gas prices for your home heating, if you want to pay more to fill up your gas tank, then vote Democrat. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. They're telling you what they're going to do. When they tell you who they are, it would behoove you to just listen. They'll continue to ignore street crime, too. No, come on, Dan. They won't do that. Well, how can you pay any attention to street crime if you think street crime is some kind of conspiracy theory? Here is the liberal hack governor of New York running for re-election against Lee Zeldin. This is Kathy Hochul. The worst governor, incumbent governor in the country. Or just an awful governor, an awful candidate. Here she is suggesting that street crime is some kind of right-wing conspiracy theory we just pulled out of our wazoos. It, again, ladies and gentlemen, her words, not Dan Bongino's, take a listen. These are master manipulators. They have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, uh, okay. Um, you may want to tell that to the people getting their asses kicked yeah. on the train. Yep. Mugged, robbed, iPhones disappearing, wallets being emptied, murdered, carjacked, home invasions, burglaries, rapes, assaults, disorderly conduct in the street. You may want to explain that to them. Now, in what I would consider... Uh, Probably tweet of the year so far. And believe me, I don't mean that as a term of endearment. Here is the uh, one of the dumbest people on Twitter, Mona Sharon. She writes for the left-wing outlet, The Bulwark. It is a far-left radical outlet. Mona Sharon uh, writes on Twitter. <laughs> I had, Folks, I had to double-check this this weekend because it was a little like thing going on on Twitter where people were pretending we're doing parody accounts. I swear to you, I had to check this three times to make sure this was right. This is a real tweet by Mona Sharon. She writes, other than murder, violent crime is not up. Did you know that? Violent crime is a key midterm voting issue. But what does the data say? Well, we'll get into the data in a second. But don't worry, Joe. Other than the massive amounts of dead bodies, which violate the number one rule of the Dan Bongino show, which is what? Don't, don't you get, get dead. dead. Please don't get dead. So if you're not dead because you were killed, it's okay, she says. Mona's like, don't you worry. Other than you getting killed, everything else is a-okay. Thank you, Mona Sharon, for that. By the way, she got ratioed into the freaking phantom zone with that ridiculous, stupid thing. Gee, you want to talk about the hottest of hot takes? That's a hot take for you right there. And by hot, I don't mean qualitatively good. So we actually pulled the data. Kathy Hochul saying crime is a conspiracy theory. So we looked, which is weird because Mona Sharon says other than murder, which is up in a lot of liberal cities, New York hasn't actually peaked out yet on murders this year, Joe. 
which is good because we don't want people to get dead. Here's the actual okay. the, CompStat, New York. This is from the NYPD. CompStat is short for computer statistics. I was there when this started with the NYPD. Let's look at the actual numbers. So 2022 is not over yet, but there have been 356 murders. It's a lot of dead people. Last year, there were 413. Sadly, there's still time to catch up, and I hope it doesn't happen. But remember, the year isn't over yet. How many rapes were there? Last year, there were 1,248. This year, there were 1,384. That's more. Get a load of this one. Robberies. Because Mona Sharon says, ah, no big deal. All the rest of the crimes, we're doing A-OK, -okay, are we? There were 10,979 robberies last year. There are 14,540, and the year isn't even over this year. Assaults are up. Burglaries are up. Grand larcenies are up 38.5%. GLA, you know what GLA is? Grand larceny auto, they steal your car. That's up 34%. Whoa. Burglaries up near 30%. Don't you worry, folks. Everything is just peaches and cream right now. Great stuff. Guy says it's a great thing. Guy says, Kathy Hochul says it's a conspiracy theory. Folks, they're doing great. Kathy, Guy, you're right. Kathy Hochul, you are doing a fine job. And Mona Sharon, thank God you had that really amazing take out there that other than people getting murdered, everything's A-OK. -okay. It doesn't look like it's so OK. It doesn't, doesn't, really look, doesn't really look like that. You could also expect, by the way, if we lose tomorrow, not just a crime explosion, an explosion in gas prices, more confused Joe Biden who can't figure out his way off the stage. More redefining of commonly used words like wave elections, recession, and vaccine. You can also expect to be targeted by the deep state censorship machine and the liberals who fund it. Folks, I'm going to get to this article here in a second. I'm going to take a quick break, but it's an NBC article that's so freaking scary. I don't want to say scary. I don't want to dramatize. I don't want to dramatize. I don't want to oversell it. It's, it, it's a very concerning article. It involves a former CIA employee, apparently very familiar with the tactics of intelligence gathering, who wants to now apply CIA tactics we use on terrorists against people like you. And he wrote this? Oh, yeah. He wrote this in NBC News. And they published it. Take a break here. Folks, we were in Omaha Steaks household long before uh, they were sponsored of the show. It's just a fact. <laughs> Check my billing records because the steak is great. The food is great. The price is amazing. And I enjoy good food. You know, fall's in the air. That means fall grilling with cookouts, tailgate parties, and so much more. Don't tailgate without Omaha Steaks. It'll be the most popular tailgater in the parking lot. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortment of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Now's the perfect time to load up on all of this incredible flavor and take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their friends and family sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use my promo code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get $30 off your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and stock up today. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you use BONGINO at checkout. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of quality at the grocery store. The burgers are amazing. Ghee is constantly taking them out of my freezer. They're that good. Put them on a bun, a little seasoning. Nice. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. It's delicious. Check it out for fall. 
with cyber attacks on the rise. Protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com slash security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Folks, I woke up this morning and um, I'm doing my show prep and this article pops. And again, it's one of those articles I had to check twice to make sure this was real and check the bona fides of the author. This just came out the other day. It's by a Mark Polymeropoulos, NBC News. This is on their website. The GOP, talking about you, many of you are Republicans listening to my show, needs a counter-radicalization strategy? This is insane. This is a former CIA employee talking about attacking ideological groups committed to the destruction of the United States terrorists, using the same tactics on them as we use on liberty-loving patriots in the United States? He says the Constitution confers certain free speech protections for extremist propaganda in the U.S. He's talking about you. That prevents authorities from exactly replicating our foreign counterterrorism strategy here at home. Oh, he's, he, he's upset. He's upset that you conservatives who support crazy ideas like freedom of speech, school choice, patient controlled health care, economic freedom and liberty, civil, big R, God-given rights for everyone. He's up. That's our agenda. That is our agenda. Don't fall for their characterization of our agenda. That is our agenda. And I can back it up. Unlike Biden, who says things he can't back up and does the opposite. This guy seems upset that the CIA isn't spying on people at home. After the Trump case, I'm not even sure that's true. Folks, you understand that this is going to, if we lose, they are going to double and triple down. They have already corrupted the FBI. They have already corrupted the intelligence community. And they have already corrupted big tech and big business to target you. We have an opportunity tomorrow to take it back. It's our country. They can't do a damn thing without us or the legal structure or contract arrangements. We can take it back tomorrow. But they are going to double down on this push for mass censorship. And they are going to do it under the guise of this buzzword they use disinformation and misinformation, words they've redefined to mean what? Any conservative thought on Twitter or elsewhere, they don't like. Here's one of Biden's uh, advisors, former, uh, former Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. She says it on TV. She's asked about the Biden agenda, and she talks about how YouTube, YouTube, the most radical communist left-wing video site, ever seen in the history of humankind. She talks about how YouTube needs to start doubling down and basically censoring more. Here, listen to yourself. If the policies are so good, why is communicating them such a problem? Well, it's been a very difficult couple of years. We have been in the midst of a pandemic. There's been a lot of misinformation flooding the airwaves. Uh, we see it in, in ways not just on television, but we're seeing it through YouTube. We're seeing it on other social media platforms. So it is more difficult to get the message out. Is it, I mean, I, 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 do you laugh? Do you cry? YouTube? Facebook? Twitter pre-Elon? You're talking about radical left-wing sites who just randomly, uh, seemingly randomly banned people for ideas they didn't like. 
and they want more. Thank you. Ian <laughs> sometimes the volume is a little low, and I, I sometimes I don't hear that. I only know you're playing it because Gee pops to attention. Oh, um, seriously, I had to turn it up a little bit. Right. I saw Gee like, folks, you understand good enough will never be good enough for them. The fact that they got Trump off of Twitter, the fact that they've been censoring him on various platforms, both financial speech and social media, they, it doesn't matter. They will never be happy until all of you are banned. Who's leading this effort? Well, here are two useful idiots who we're going to expose today. Because as I tweeted out this weekend, you want to keep playing games with me, you can. Uh, I welcome it. I enjoy the fight. I was born for the chaos. I love it. But I got a lot of money and a lot of time. You're patting yourself on the back. I don't really care. I'm just telling you the truth. And I don't know how many years I have left. And I don't want to die with a big bank account. I don't. Because uh, I plan on leaving a lot of it to organizations. So I'm going to spend that money in that time. And you want to toy with me, you're going to find out because I never forget. Ever. Ever. Ever forget. So ever, by the way. Here are two, just in case you missed that, ever. Here are a couple of uh, internet tools. These are basically Soros stooges out there. And they are leading the push to censor you, to um, move into a more communist type future where free speech isn't allowed. Um, these are two total life losers uh, with no human dignity at all. And two what appear to be bigots based on their own words and their attacks. So you ever hear of uh, Media Matters? Now, a lot of the approach in the right-wing ecosystem is, oh, just ignore them. They're losers. Um, yeah, you know what? You could, but I don't. I don't like to ignore them. I like to expose them. So Media Matters is led by a guy named Angelo Corazon. You know this guy? Well, he's an interesting guy because he's big into the whole communism censorship thing. He's trying to crush websites, Fox, Elon, anyone. Now, when you say, well, who is Angelo Corazon? So I want you to save this article. It's in my newsletter, please. If you ever went to my newsletter, today's the day to do it. Uh, it's Bongino.com slash newsletter. I want you to save this article by Peter Hassan. It's from 2019. It describes who Media Matters uh, President Angelo Corazon is. He's a left-winger who leads boycott campaigns. But he made a number of statements on a radio shock jock show that are interesting. Corazon himself, who likes to call out conservatives claiming they're istophobic phobophobes, his now-defunct blog included degrading references to, quote, trannies? The Jewry and Bangladeshis, according to records maintained by the Wayback Machine. The Jewry. Sounding a little anti-Semite there, huh? So I want you to save this article. It's in the Daily Caller by Peter Hassan. And when Media Matters posts anything on Twitter or calls for a boycott, I would like you to include the Twitter, uh, the Twitter handle of the companies they're calling for boycotts and ask those companies publicly, are you going to be working with a known uh, bigot? Angelo Corazon. We're just curious. You guys going to work with a guy who refers to trannies and the jury? That's Angelo Corazon right there. Also, you know the cat lady. We got our cat lady sign right here. Thank you to the listeners who sent that. The cat lady has got a history of anti-Semitic attacks as well, condemned by an international organization for unacceptable and unwarranted attacks on a Jewish journalist. Nandini's the other one. Leave her for another day. 
I got a whole lot of information on old Nanditi. Like I said, I got a lot of money and a lot of time to waste. Stay tuned. She's also a big supporter of child predators, by the way. She wrote a blog post, which uh, I'll be posting on Twitter throughout the day. So you may want to check that out as well. So whenever she calls for some boycott with a company, you may want to go to her account on Twitter. And you may want to ask that company if they're going to work with someone who supports child predators and has been condemned by an international organization for outrageous attacks against a Jewish journalist. You may want to ask that. Wait till you read the attack in the piece. It's in my newsletter uh, today. You can check that out. All right. They're already firing up the censorship machine, folks, right before the election. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. Let me get to my, uh, my next sponsor. They're not going to stop. They're firing up the censorship machine. I got that, and I got one of the best Substack articles I ever read. And hopefully I'll get to this too. John Fetterman confused again. Our last sponsor today, Helix Mattresses. I have the Midnight Lux. I love it. You'll be obsessed with it. It's fun and quick to unbox. You're going to love it. You won't believe how well you sleep, waking up feeling rested and refreshed like I did today. You're probably sensing a lot of energy because I feel great about tomorrow. Helix Sleep is a quick quiz. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique, and Helix knows that. So you have several different mattress models to choose from, and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. For a limited time, Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders. It's a big savings. And, yes, and two free pillows for listeners to this program. It's their best offer yet, so don't wait. Hurry over to helixsleep.com. Slash Dan, that's H-E-L-I-X. I got the Midnight Lux. I love it. I'm a side sleep. They're firing up the censorship machine, folks. I'm just going to power through some of these articles fast. Here's a great piece by Newsbusters again in the newsletter today. The NewsGuard CEO, that's a hack group uh, whose aim is to censor conservative sites by giving them ridiculous ratings. NewsGuard called Rumble. Rumble, which is I'm an equity holder in. That's the free speech platform. Hoax Central. The NewsGuard CEO, his name is Stephen Brill. Uh, Stephen Brill also called the Hunter Biden laptop uh, a hoax. <laughs> you can't, can't make it up, folks. The New York Times is back. Joe, the Russia thing is back again. November 6th. Today's date is November 7th. This was just yesterday, right before the election. Russia's doing it again, folks. The New York Times said so. Russia reactivates its trolls and bots ahead of Tuesday's elections. Yes. And if you read the article, like, and they're here to help Republicans. Sounds like the same peepee stuff we've heard over and over yeah. and over. The Russians must love this. Here Having useful idiots at the New York Times yeah. since what, Joe? The 40s? Yeah. It's glorious for them. Here's CNN. The election deniers. Oh, Stacey Abrams and Hillary Clinton, who Hillary, who just came out and talked about denying elections. No, no, no. CNN, of course, for today, this morning. Their fact checker, the hilariously titled fact checker, Daniel Dale, a monstrous tool bag. He says Trump and other Republicans are already casting doubt on midterm results. Notice he mentions nothing in here, nothing about the about the overwhelming number of Democrats who have already been involved on massive election denial. OK, like Biden. On, that's right. On a good point on Friday. The Washington Post getting ready to double down on this, too. This year, GOP election deniers got a free pass from Twitter and Facebook. Really? That's weird. So did uh, Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, Benny Thompson. Oh, I, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Jamie Raskin, Adam Schiff. 
goes on and on and on. Elon Musk is catching on to this quick, by the way. He's figuring this out now that he's gotten into the social media business, how any time you agree to a free speech platform like we did at Rumble, where we will never, ever censor you on political speech, which is what Elon's pledging to do at Twitter. He's now figuring out that that's not what the left wants, folks. Do you understand the left is pouring hundreds of millions of dollars? That is not an exaggeration into a full-blown communist censorship regime here in the United States. So the great Tom Fitton, who's a really wonderful guy, on his Twitter account, pointed out to Elon that the left has countless billions, government entities, media, and non-governmental organizations focused like a laser on ensuring censorship. Conservatives have a few social media accounts and a handful of groups. He's right. Elon responded back because he's seeing it now, folks. That assessment is more accurate than most people realize. He's seeing it right now. Look, right before the elections, reclaim the net piece. They can't stop. This is all they have. Activists call on social media platforms to increase the removal of misinformation as midterms approach. They're all liberals. They're all liberals. There is millions upon millions of dollars being poured in to censoring political speech on Twitter. That is a fact. And it is being done by the left. Here's some good news. Fellas, I told you for a while that there was a sea change coming, that there's a shift, that this cancel culture, woke movement, whatever you'd like to call it, whatever euphemism for liberal communist insanity, because that's what it is that you'd like to use, it can't survive. It can't survive because the math doesn't work, because conservatives give them the middle finger. I don't care what Nandini and Angelo Corazon say. I've built my, I built an entire ecosystem. They gave me that people like them gave me the idea to build. I don't need them. I don't run on their ad networks. I don't run on their payment systems. I don't use their banks. I don't use their video platform. I don't, I've got a backup in true social, even though Elon's in charge of Twitter now. And I genuinely don't care what the hell Facebook does anymore. I don't need them. I've got Fox, I've got radio, I've got this. I don't need them. Why do I say that? Is it like uh, pounding my chest? No, it's to make the point that, well, if I don't need them and there's nothing you can do and you still need to cancel people because that's what empowers you, then who are they going to target? Themselves. I've made this argument over and over that cannibalism was going to be next. They were going to start eating themselves because the left has to cancel people. People like the cat lady and Angelo what they do is they don't have jobs. No, I mean, they literally don't have jobs. They rely on donations from people. So the grift is they tweet out like, look, I canceled so-and-so. So when they run out of people on the right who just ignore them, they're going to start to turn on each other because that's how they raise money. Look who we cancel now. Here, this. please read this substack. It's in the newsletter. It's so good. I don't know this guy, Isaac Simpson. But this was sent to me this weekend by a very, very smart person talking about how the vibe shift in the marketing world is happening. The way the cat lady folks and Angelo Corazon, who referred to the Jewry and trannies, right, for Media Matters, the way they work is they target advertisers and companies. Folks, the problem is they are so stupid that they try to nuclear carpet bomb people. Instead of seeking like a targeted win here and there, they just go for everyone all the time on any given day. So what happens? They force these companies and these marketing departments to basically boycott everything all the time, which creates a problem, Joe. The problem is what? 
You're not talking to anyone. Right. You're supposed to be marketing <laughs> to people, not to the liberal Ben and Jerry's eaters. The Substack's called the vibe shift to destroy the marketing world. The gist of the Substack is this, and it's so good. That what this guy Isaac Simpson calls hype dads have been running marketing and ad and ad sales for companies forever now. Hype dads, so they're liberals. They went to liberal colleges. They're now in their fifties. You, Joe, you've met these guys. You're in Maryland. Yeah. You know they're in five hundred thousand dollar a year marketing jobs. They think they're cool. They heard from their kids something about BLM. Yeah, bro, whatever. And this is what they do. So that they're hype dads. So the hype dads then tell the CEO, oh, man, we got to support BLM. We got to do all this vaccines and masks and all this stuff or we'll be tarred and feathered. Well, the problem is, you know, some companies just want to be left alone. And some of these social media companies don't want to be pro or con anything. So the, these, these marketing managers have pulled all their ads from free speech sites. So now they're not talking to anyone. They tell this story of this guy. What's his name? Glenn Cole from a, a marketing company called 72 and Sunny. This guy, Gee. This guy is a current thinger like you've never seen, according to this piece. He's, he, he has all the necessary shibboleths for the left. So Will Smith walks on stage. Remember when he smacked Chris Rock? Yeah. And this guy tweets something about, you know, uh, that, that we need more love or whatever it may be. This guy, who is a current thinger, is just mobbed immediately. White privilege. He's a hypocrite. All he basically said was, we, you know, we need more love. <laughs> He had to apologize to people he hurt. <laughs> it's that's how the current thing works. He had to Joe seek perspective from black and affected communities. He called out a guy for slapping right. someone. And the piece a guy knows this is what happens when a hype dad tries to do anything besides basically the current thing. Anything, anything. This is a great line. Anything besides a prepackaged opinion, i.e. supporting BLM, vaccines or Ukraine, and you'll get tarred and feathered. Cole thinks apologizing won't come at a cost, but it does. He's frozen himself on the cultural pendulum just as it's about to swing. The point is the vibe giveth and the vibe taketh away. Folks, they're eating their own. I give you these stories all the time. We have given them the middle finger. Everything they've attacked us on, we've built an alternative. Google ads, we've got Rumble ads. YouTube, we've got Rumble. Twitter, we've got Truth. Twitter now has Elon. There is a replacement stripe. There's parallel economy. We have an alternate platform for everything. They're going to eat their own alive. Folks, I want to get to a couple more videos too because election day is tomorrow. I just want to show you what we're looking at if we lose again tomorrow. I want to end with this. Here is easily the worst Senate candidate in the country. Um, a guy who, when he still had all of his faculties, was a diehard communist and socialist who was going to take away your money and destroy the energy business in Pennsylvania and subject your kids to more CRT and empty out the prisons. Uh, his words, folks, again, not mine. He wanted a third of prisoners released. His name is John Fetterman. He's running against Mehmet Oz in tomorrow's Senate race. Here's Fetterman again, confused on stage. He, uh, he, uh, he has some, some weird words about the Roe v. Wade case. Listen to this. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. I'm sorry I stumbled a bit. It wasn't intentional. I just, I don't know how to describe this guy. He celebrates the demise of Roe v. Wade. Oh, so do I. That's, I thought this guy was a pro-abortion guy. No, 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 Dan. Fact checkers, no. He just stumbled. He didn't mean to say that. He really is pro-abortion. Okay, I'm not sure that's any better. 
it's kind of an issue that motivates a lot of social conservatives. And you say the exact opposite? Here's Michael Moore. Never a safe Twinkie around this guy. Here's Michael Moore on a uh, left-wing cable news network. He thinks he's... Joe, you saw this there. Yeah, I did. He thinks he's doing a hit piece on Dr. Oz here. (laughs) The catch is, this is practically like the best endorsement I've ever heard to vote for Oz over Fetterman, who apparently doesn't even know his own stance on life in the womb. Here he is. I want you to pay close attention to walnuts and healthcare. You see what I mean right here? Check this out. One of the times I was on Oprah, she said, hey, can you stick around? I'd like you to meet uh, Dr. Oz. And I said, oh, yeah, no, sure. I'm always, you know, happy to talk about healthcare and our lack of it. And the first thing he did, he had on that white, that doctor's thing that makes you um, look like a doctor, I guess. And uh, he reaches in the white in his pocket and pulls out a, a whole bunch of walnuts and says, here, have some walnuts. I said, whoa, I, I can't take that out of your pocket and eat it. I'm sorry. I'm not a, I'm not a germaphobe, but um, we, 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 we sat down. Wow. And we started talking about healthcare. And I said, you know, let me ask you this. Where do you stand on universal healthcare? Because you're such a large nationwide voice. You could do a lot of good by coming out in favor of the fact that no American should ever lose their home or go bankrupt as a result of medical bills. And he went into this longish thing of how capitalism uh, is better than universal health care and that for-profit medicine and for-profit hospitals get us better hospitals and better health care. <laughs> the verdict is in. I'm voting for Dr. Oz. Is that an endorsement? So Dr. Oz offered you a walnut? That's your that's your hit? Guy offered you, okay, you don't want walnuts? And, and he kept them in his pot. Oh my gosh, he kept the walnuts in it. So he eats healthy. And Dr. Oz supports a free market choice in healthcare where American citizens control their healthcare and it's not rationed by the government. Wow, that sounds like a real horror show for the... Is this an endorsement or is this an attack? By the way, this is the same guy. Here's Michael Moore again reminding you how all of you are really stupid. This is the Twinkie guy who apparently doesn't understand that the government, when they take over healthcare and destroy the price mechanism, has to ration it because there's only pricing and rationing. There's no other way to distribute scarce resources. None. You can ration them or price them. That's it. But he thinks you're the moron, even though he doesn't understand it. Just listen to his own words. There's 330 million people in the country, maybe a good... 80 to 90 million aren't very bright. No offense to those of you watching who aren't bright, but that's, you know, you're watching MSNBC, so I'm making an assumption that that you know what's going on. So you're only not bright if you watch the pee-pee hoaxers at MSNBC and you believe that the government, who can't even get you a driver's license quickly, is going to operate on you and crack open your chest and save you in an emergency, and that's the path forward. Good luck with that, folks. You're voting on that tomorrow. Here's one last note for you for tomorrow. It's a Wall Street Journal article. That's why I'm feeling great about tomorrow, folks. GOP gaining support amongst black and Latino voters. We've known about the movement of Latino and Hispanic voters, which, by the way, are artificial categories, folks. I hate when they talk about people. My wife is Colombian. She's not Mexican. She's not from Spain. She's not from Ecuador. The fact that they share a language doesn't make us the same. Okay? I'm from the United States, not the UK or Australia. We speak the same language, too. Treating Hispanic people like a bunch of robots is, frankly, pretty embarrassing, and it should stop. I'll get to that another day, but look at this number. About 17% of black voters said they would pick a Republican candidate for Congress over Democrats in polls this year. 
Ladies and gentlemen, do you understand the seismic shift this is from the past when we get about 6 to 10%? You're talking about nearly doubling the number of black voters that in tight districts could alter the politics around this country for a very long time. You know, the Democrats love to talk about reset theory or whatever it is or uh, what demographic destiny, whatever this crap is, that thing they always mention all the time. That's their thing. But it's really weird how the demographic destiny is in the direction they don't want. Freedom and liberty. It's really great for us because we're the party of freedom and liberty. Please vote tomorrow. Please. I am begging you. Begging you. I am not too proud to do it. Please, please vote tomorrow. Your country's not going to save itself. And I'll remind you again of a line a good friend said to me once. We are the leaders we've been waiting for. You. Do it. Practice is over. It's game time. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.